Have you ever thought, I just don't have time? There's not enough time in a day. I would if I had more time. When I have more time, I'll do this or I'll do that. I believe that one of the biggest reasons that we don't have time is because of our phones. And I genuinely believe that phones are good. And I'm so grateful for my phone. I love having a smartphone and it helps me in so many ways. But if I'm not careful, even the good parts of my phone can end up being a huge time sucker. Today, I'll be sharing seven tips to give you more time in your life. Do you ever find yourself turning to your phone without even thinking about it? Or do you get sucked into scrolling and regret not using that time for something else? You are not alone. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and I'm here to help you get a grip on your own screen time so you can be present, intentional, and live a more fulfilling life. Welcome to the Mindful with Media podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about realistic and specific ways that you can get 10 or more hours of time back in your week. But before I get into that, I want to address this idea that sometimes I think we're chasing the wrong thing, and I'm not immune to this. Do we really want more time, or do we want a clean house? Do we really want a clean house, or do we want to feel calm? Do we want more time? Do we want more time, or do we want more time to make money? Do we want more money or do we want to feel financially stable? Do we want financial stability or do we want to feel less stressed? Do we want more time or do we want to do fun things as a family? Do we want to do fun things as a family or do we want to have a healthy relationship with our spouse and kids? Do you see where I'm getting here? Often when we get really clear on the result that we actually want, we realize that more time isn't the only solution. There are other simpler ways to get what we really want. So sometimes we blame time as the reason we aren't doing things. But I'd argue that even if we had more time, our time would get sucked up by the same things that are sucking up our time right now. So some examples of this, I have said this and maybe you have too, oh, I don't have time to exercise or I wish I had more time to read or there's just not enough time to sleep or oh, if I had more time, I would bake more or there's just not enough time to go on dates. When Matt and I were first married, we were planning a date with another couple and they suggested an activity for our double date that was way more than we would typically spend on a date. Our initial reaction was to say, we can't afford to do that. But We took a step back and we realized that it wasn't that we couldn't afford it. We had plenty of money to do the activity. We just chose to spend our money in different ways. And I think the same is true of our time. It's not that you don't have time. It's how you choose to spend your time. And what I want for myself and for you is for you to have more time to do the things that you actually want to do. You won't be surprised that my first tip is to spend less time on social media. The average person spends two hours and 31 minutes on social media alone per day. And that's not including the other things we do on our phones. That's just social media. What would you do with two and a half hours? If you want to spend less time on social media, but it's hard to actually make that happen in your life, but you don't want to completely give up social media, then 
get on the waitlist for my audio course. There's even a specific section where I will walk you through step-by-step to make it super easy so that you can stop wasting your free time mindlessly scrolling. The course will only be available to purchase from September 5th through September 8th. So make sure you're on the waitlist so you don't miss that window that it's available. The second step also has to do with our phone use and that is to batch tasks on your phone. It's really easy because we always have our phones with us to go back and forth, to be doing whatever we do in our lives. I don't know. And then you get a text, you text somebody back or you're doing whatever. And then you're like, oh, I have an idea. I need to do that thing real quick on my phone. And we go back and forth and back and forth all day. And that is exhausting for our minds. So instead, set aside chunks of time to do stuff on your phone, whether that's sending texts or signing up for things or responding to texts or responding to emails or reading emails or doing things on Facebook Marketplace, responding to DMs. You don't have to be available all the time. Just schedule chunks of time. This can be once a day. This can be like three times throughout your day, whatever is best for you, but literally schedule times to do stuff on your phone. Because when you're working on something and then take a break to respond to a text, not only do you miss out on the time that it takes to respond, but it takes even longer for your brain to get back into what you were doing. And if you're anything like me, I might do one thing on my phone and then before I know it, I've done a million other things and then I'm scrolling Instagram. So for me, every night after the kids go to bed, I have phone time. And this is when I do all those things like respond to non-urgent texts, reach out to people, let people know about things that I'm planning. I don't know, just all those random things on my phone. And I also do this specifically for Instagram too. This next step kind of goes along with batching tasks on your phone, but set up focus modes. So just like you have time to specifically be on your phone, also set up times to specifically not be on your phone. That can be set up times to be present with your kids and you can set up focus modes on your phone so that only certain people can contact you or you'll only receive certain notifications. You can set up focus modes for spiritual time or time to sleep or time to work or time to be outside. Whatever it is, you can set up focus modes so that only certain people can contact you and only certain apps can notify you or none at all. And that will save you so much time from going back and forth onto your phone, back to whatever you're doing. Okay, the fourth tip that I have for you is to implement systems and routines. And this is a common tip I think that you hear, but it actually also has a lot to do with our phone use. So one of the most common reasons people waste time on their phone is because they don't know what to do. And it's not that they don't have things to do. We all have a to-do list that's probably way longer than we'd like, but it's because you're experiencing decision fatigue. And so you're trying to decide, well, which which task should I do? Should I try to get something done? Should I clean the kitchen? Or maybe I should do a load of laundry? Or maybe I should just try to play with my kids right now. Maybe we should go somewhere. And the next thing you know, you're scrolling Instagram. You turn to your phone as a buffer. So one of the most helpful things that you can do is to implement systems and routines so you don't waste time trying to decide what to do. Something that I did at the beginning of this summer when I was kind of in a transition time for my schedule and figuring out new routines and systems. So I wrote down, I just brain dumped all of the things that I do. Laundry, pick up medicine, change diapers, outings with friends, wipe off counters, sweep the floor, mop the floor. I just like wrote down all the things that I typically do in my life. 
Once I had everything written down of all the tasks that I do, then I was able to group them together and kind of figure out, okay, which of these tasks can go together and which of them do I do regularly enough that can be in my weekly schedule and which of them are kind of more just like random tasks here and there. And then I set a day for each type of task. So for me, I said Mondays was for grocery shopping. Tuesdays was for socializing and outings. That's something that's really important to me. I have really high social needs. So Tuesdays was totally dedicated to social life. Wednesdays was random errands or unique projects. Thursdays was laundry day. Fridays was yard work and then kind of just having fun. And then Saturdays and Sundays, I kind of do separately. But what I found was I still did things on other days. I wasn't like so strict, like, well, it's not a Wednesday. I can't run an errand. I can't do a unique project or I can't do anything social because it's not Tuesday. I didn't do that. I still did social things every day. I still kind of, you know, had my ebb and flow. But what really helped is when I was weekly planning at the beginning of the week, I didn't have to wonder like, okay, where in my totally open schedule should I put this? Like, when should I do this thing? It was like really clear, like, oh, that's an aerated run. I'll do it on Wednesday. Or if I found myself during the day and I was like, I don't really know what to do right now. Then I could look at my to-do list and instead of feeling like overwhelmed by it, I was like, okay, it's Tuesday. Today, my priority is socializing and doing outings. So I'm going to take my kids to a park. Anyways, that was really helpful for me to waste less time because I already had a general outline of how I wanted to use my time. And you can get really specific on this, right? You can say like schedule routines of when you clean things like Mondays are for vacuuming, maybe like every Monday morning before you go out. I don't know. You'll find things that work for you, but routines and systems can be so incredibly helpful to help us stop wasting time. The fifth tip to get time back in your week is to batch tasks. So we already talked about this with your phone use specifically to batch your phone time together, but you can also do this with other tasks. So like doing all your laundry in one day, that would be an example of that. Or this applies to making meals a lot. So this could be things like making all of the chicken that you need at the beginning of the week instead of making chicken every night or like the three times that week that you need it. Or putting your recipes together back to back that use similar ingredients. Let's say you, with rice, for example, maybe you have burritos one night that has rice in it, and then you have Hawaiian haystacks the next night, and then chicken and rice the next night. I don't know. Instead of making rice separately every night, just make all the rice at once. And then another thing that also kind of fits into this batching tasks, especially with making meals. I recently had a friend that reached out to see if I wanted to do a meal swap with her and it is the best thing ever. So basically once a week, I double whatever I'm already making and she comes and picks it up. And then on another day that week, she doubles whatever she's making and I go pick it up from her. So both of us don't have to cook once a week. Once a week, we just go get our meal from the other person. I definitely recommend finding a friend to do that with. It's been such a game changer for me. Okay, tip number six is to plan your time. So I weekly plan on Sundays and this saves me time for two main reasons. One, it prevents 
so many windows where I don't have anything planned and so I don't know what I'm doing and I end up just wasting that time either trying to decide what to do or wasting time on my phone. And then the second reason that it saves me time is because I can coordinate my days in advance. So if I know I have an appointment somewhere, then I can plan to run any errands nearby that appointment instead of driving back and forth. The last tip that I have for you is to set a timer and only allow yourself to spend a certain amount of time on certain tasks. So let's say you are cleaning the kitchen. Set a timer for, I don't know what it is, 15 minutes. And at 15 minutes, make yourself be done and move on to the next task. Because what I've found is that you will use all the time that you give yourself. And i that's totally true for me with these podcast episodes. If I let myself have all the time in the world to outline and prep a podcast episode, I will spend hours. If I only allow myself one hour, then I get it done in one hour. So these tips will help you to have more time in your day. If you spend less time on social media and your phone in general and Make sure to get on the wait list for my course because I will make this really easy for you to actually spend less time on your phone. Second tip to batch tasks on your phone. Tip number three, set up focus modes. Four, implement systems and routines. Five, batch tasks. And then tip number six is to plan how you're going to use your time. And then finally, the seventh tip is to only allow yourself to spend a certain amount of time on certain tasks. But I want to remind you to take a step back and ask yourself if more time is actually what you want. I went through a period of time where I was actually intentionally inefficient. I would not weekly plan. I would not do any of the things that I normally do to be efficient with my time. And this was just to remind myself that everything that needs to get done will get done. And it's not worth stressing about and being so hyper-focused on efficiency. Kind of on that note, I want to end this episode with a story. I feed my baby girl to sleep every night. So in the past, that was my designated time to go on Instagram. One of the principles that I teach is to literally schedule time in your calendar to go on social media. And this makes it so that your time on social media is more intentional and enjoyable. It also makes you less likely to mindlessly go on social media at other times of the day because you already have it scheduled in there. But anyways, that was my scheduled Instagram time was when I was feeding my baby to sleep. But a few things happened that made me decide to set a new phone boundary. And I decided that I wouldn't use my phone whenever I was feeding my baby. And I primarily did this because I wanted to feel closer to her and cherish that special relationship with her and just that special time when I got to feed my baby. But I have been shocked at the unexpected results of implementing this phone boundary. Because I don't have my phone with me when I feed my baby, I spend anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour every night in dark silence as I feed my baby to sleep. And the proactive person in me feels like this is a waste of time. 
I could be creating reels for my business. I could be responding to texts. I could be responding to DMs. I could be writing in my journal on my phone. I could be meal planning. I could be making a grocery list. I could be reading my scriptures, right? That would be so much more productive and efficient. And logically, it seems like it would save time and I would get more time back. But instead, I do nothing except think. And you know what? I have found that when I have this quiet time to do nothing, I'm actually so much more efficient and productive in my work. I have so many more ideas, both for work, mindful with media, and also just for my life. I feel more calm and peaceful. I feel such a deep love and appreciation as I watch my baby fall asleep. And during this time when I'm feeding my baby to sleep, especially on the nights when it takes longer, do I get bored? 100%. Do I get antsy? Of course. Do I turn to my watch to see if it can somehow entertain me? You better believe it. But what I'm trying to get at here is that often these tips and tricks that save us time aren't really what we're chasing. We're not chasing more time. So get clear about if you really do want more time or is there a different, simpler way to achieve the feeling or your desired result? If you do want more time back in your life, I guarantee that if you get more intentional with your phone use, you will have more time, not just more time in general, but more time to do the things that you love and do the things that leave you feeling fulfilled and calm and present. And I will walk you through my four-step process that simplifies this for you and guarantees that you have more time back in your day. The course is 284 and you can get on the wait list. It will be available to purchase next Tuesday, September 5th, and it will only be available September 5th through September 8th. So make sure to get on the wait list so you don't miss the window. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already left a review, will you please leave a review and I will talk to you next week. I believe we should stop focusing on the negative aspects of screens and start using them as tools to support our values. We are the first generation learning to navigate this media-saturated society, and it is not easy. You don't have to be perfect, but as you are mindful, technology can be a tool to help you thrive. We are in this together as we figure out how to live a present, intentional life in this world consumed by screens. If you appreciated this podcast, would you make sure to leave a review and subscribe? I'm so glad you could be here today, and I'll see you next week.